2 Chronicles 32-33 After these things, and this truth, Sennacherib, king of the Assyrians, came and entered into Judah, and besieged the fenced cities, desiring to take them. And when Ezekiah saw that Sennacherib was come, and that the whole force of the war was turning against Jerusalem, he took counsel with the princes and the most valiant men to stop up the heads of the springs that were without the city. And as they were all of this mind, he gathered together a very great multitude, and they stopped up all the springs and the brook that ran through the midst of the land, saying, Lest the kings of the Assyrians should come and find abundance of water. He built up also with great diligence all the wall that had been broken down, and built towers upon it, and another wall without, and he repaired Mello in the city of David, and made all sorts of arms and shields, and he appointed captains of the soldiers of the army, and he called them all together in the street of the gate of the city, and spoke to their heart, saying, Behave like men, and take courage, be not afraid nor dismayed for the king of the Assyrians, nor for all the multitude that is with him, for there are many more with us than with him. For with him is an arm of flesh, with us the Lord our God, who is our helper, and fighteth for us. And the people were encouraged with these words of Ezekiah king of Judah. After this, Sennacherib king of the Assyrians sent his servants to Jerusalem, for he with all his army was besieging Lycus, to Ezekiah king of Judah, and to all the people that were in the city, saying, Thus saith Sennacherib king of the Assyrians, In whom do you, in whom do you trust, that you, sil, that you sit still besieged in Jerusalem? Doth not Ezekiah deceive you, to give you up to die by hunger and thirst, affirming that the Lord your God shall deliver you from the hand of the king of the Assyrians? Is it not this same Ezekiah that hath destroyed his high places and his altars, and commanded Judah and Jerusalem, saying, You shall worship before one altar, and upon it you shall burn incense? Know you not what I and my fathers have done to all the people of the lands? Have the gods of any nations and lands been able to deliver their country out of my hand? Who is there among all the gods of the nations, nations which my fathers have destroyed, that could deliver his people out of my hand, that your God should be able to deliver you out of this hand? Therefore let not Ezekiah deceive you, nor delude you with a vain persuasion, and do not believe him. For if no God of all the nations and kingdoms could deliver his people out of my hand and out of the hand of my fathers, consequently neither shall your God be able to deliver you out of my hand. And many other things did his servants speak against the Lord God and against Ezekiah his servant. He wrote also letters full of blasphemy against the Lord, the God of Israel, and he spoke against him. As the gods of other nations could not deliver their people out of my hand, so neither can the God of Ezekiah deliver his people out of this hand. Moreover, he cried out with a loud voice in the Jews' tongue to the people that sat on the walls of Jerusalem, 
that he might frighten them and take the city. And he spoke against the God of Jerusalem and against the gods of the people of the earth, the works of the hands of men. And Ezekias the king and Isaiah the prophet, the son of Amos, prayed against this blasphemy and cried out to heaven. And the Lord sent an angel who cut off all the stout men and the warriors and the captains of the army of the king of the Assyrians, and he returned with disgrace into his own country. And when he was come into the house of his God, his sons that came out of his bowels slew him with the sword. And the Lord saved Ezekias and the inhabitants of Jerusalem out of the hand of Sennacherib king of the Assyrians, and out of the hand of all, and gave them treasure on every side. Many also brought victims and sacrifices to the Lord to Jerusalem, and presents to Ezekias king of Jerusalem, and he was magnified thenceforth in the sight of all nations. In those days Ezekias was sick even to death, and he prayed to the Lord, and he heard him, and gave him a sign. But he did not render again according to the benefits which he had received, for his heart was lifted up, and wrath was enkindled against him, and against Judah and Jerusalem. And he humbled himself afterwards, because his heart had been lifted up, both he and the inhabitants of Jerusalem, and therefore the wrath of the Lord came not upon them in the days of Ezekias. And Ezekias was rich and very glorious, and he gathered himself great treasures of silver and of gold, and of precious stones, of spices, and of arms, of all kinds, and of vessels of great price, storehouses also of corn, of wine, and of oil, and stalls for all beasts, and folds for cattle. And he built himself cities, for he had flocks of sheep, and herds without number, for the Lord had given, given him very much substance. This same Ezekias was he that stopped the upper source of the waters of Gihon, and turned them away underneath toward the west of the city of David. In all his works he did prosperously what he would. But yet in the embassy of the princes of Babylon that were sent to him, to inquire of the wonder that had happened upon the earth, God left him that he might be tempted, and all things might be made known that were in his heart. Now the rest of the acts of Ezekias and of his mercies are written in the book of the kings of Judah and Israel. And Ezekias slept with his fathers, and they buried him above the sepulchres of the sons of David, and all Judah, and all the inhabitants of Jerusalem celebrated his funeral, and Manassas his son reigned in his stead. Manassas was twelve years old when he began to reign, and he reigned fifty-five years in Jerusalem. And he did evil before the Lord, according to all the abominations of the nations, which the Lord cast out before the children of Israel. And he turned and built again the high places which Ezekiah his father had destroyed. And he built altars to Balaim and made groves, and he adored all the host of heaven and worshipped them. He built also altars in the house of the Lord, whereof the Lord had said, In Jerusalem shall be my name for ever. And he built them for all the host of heaven in the two courts of the house of the Lord. And he made his sons to pass through the fire in the valley of Beninom. 
he observed dreams, followed divinations, gave himself up to magic arts, had with him magicians and enchanters, and he wrought many evils before the Lord to provoke him to anger. He set also a graven and a molten statue in the house of God, of which God had said to David and to Solomon his son, In this house and in Jerusalem, which I have chosen out of all the tribes of Israel, I will put my name forever. And I will not make the foot of Israel to be removed out of the land which I have delivered to their fathers. Yet so, if they will take heed to do what I have commanded them, and all the law, and the ceremonies, and judgments by the hand of Moses. So Manassas seduced Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem to do evil beyond all the the nations, which the Lord had destroyed before the face of the children of Israel. And the Lord spoke to him and to his people, and they would not hearken. Therefore he brought upon them the captains of the army of the king of the Assyrians, and they took Manassas and carried him bound with chains and fetters to Babylon. And after that he was in distress, he prayed to the Lord his God, and did penance exceedingly before the God of his fathers. And he entreated him and besought him earnestly, and he heard his prayer, and brought him again to Jerusalem into his kingdom, and Manassas knew that the Lord was God. After this he built a wall without the city of David, on the west side of Gihon, in the valley, from the entering in of the fish gate round about to Ophel, and raised it up to a great height, and he appointed captains of the army in all the fenced cities of Judah. And he took away the strange gods, and the idol out of the house of the Lord, the altars also which he had made in the mount of the house of the Lord, and in Jerusalem, and he cast them all out of the city. And he repaired the altar of the Lord, and sacrificed upon it victims, and peace offerings, and praise. And he commanded Judah to serve the Lord, the God of Israel. Nevertheless, the people still sacrificed in the high places to the Lord their God. But the rest of the acts of Manassas, and his prayer to his God, and the words of the seers that spoke to him in the name of the Lord, the God of Israel, are contained in the words of the kings of Israel. His prayer also, and his being heard, and all his sins, and contempt, and places wherein he built high places, and set up groves and statues before he did penance, are written in the words of Hosai. And Manasseh slept with his fathers, and they buried him in his house, and his son Ammon reigned in his stead. Ammon was two and twenty years old when he began to reign, and he reigned two years in Jerusalem. And he did evil in the sight of the Lord, as Manasseh his father had done. He sacrificed to all the idols which Manasseh his father had made, and served them. And he did not humble himself before the Lord, as Manasseh his father had humbled himself, but committed far greater sin. And his servants conspired against him, and slew him in his own house. But the rest of the multitude of the people slew them that had killed Ammon, and made Josias his son king in his stead. Proverbs twenty-five eighteen through 20 A man that beareth false witness against his neighbor is like a dart, and a sword, and a sharp arrow.
To trust in an unfaithful man in the time of trouble is like a rotten tooth and a weary foot. And one that looseth his garment in cold weather, as vinegar upon nitre, so is he that singeth songs to a very evil heart. As a moth doth by a garment, and a worm by the wood, so the sadness of a man consumeth the heart. The Gospel of Luke 23 And the whole multitude of them, rising up, led Jesus to Pilate. And they began to accuse him, saying, We have found this man perverting our nation, and forbidding to give tribute to Caesar, and saying that he is Christ the King. And Pilate asked him, saying, Art thou the king of the Jews? But he answering said, Thou sayest it. And Pilate said to the chief priests and to the multitudes, I find no cause in this man. But they were more earnest, saying, He stirreth up the people, teaching throughout all Judea, beginning from Galilee to this place. But Pilate, hearing Galilee, asked if the man were of Galilee. And when he understood that he was of Herod's jurisdiction, he sent him away to Herod, who was also himself at Jerusalem in those days. And Herod, seeing Jesus, was very glad, for he was desirous of a long time to see him, because he had heard many things of him, and he hoped to see some sign wrought by him. And he questioned him with many words, but he answering him nothing. And the chief priests and the scribes stood by, earnestly accusing him, and Herod with his army set him at naught and mocked him, putting on him a white garment, and sent him back to Pilate. And Herod and Pilate were made friends that same day, for before they were enemies one to another. And Pilate, calling together the chief priests and the magistrates and the people, said to them, You have presented unto me this man as one that perverteth the people. And behold, I, having examined him before you, find no cause in this man, in those things wherein you accuse him. No, nor Herod neither. For I sent you to him, and behold, nothing worthy of death is done to him. I will chastise him, therefore, and release him. Now of necessity he was to release unto them one upon the feast day. But the whole multitude together cried out, saying, Away with this man, and release unto us Barabbas, who, for a certain sedition made in the city, and for a murder, was cast into prison. And Pilate again spoke to them, desiring to release Jesus. But they cried again, saying, Crucify him, crucify him. And he said to them the third time, Why, what evil hath this man done? I find no cause of death in him. I will chastise him therefore and let him go. But they were instant with loud voices, requiring that he might be crucified. And their voices prevailed. And Pilate gave sentence that it should be, as they required. And he released unto them him, whom for, him who for murder and sedition had been cast into prison, whom they had desired. But Jesus he delivered up to their will. And as they led him away, they laid hold of one, Simon of Cyrene, coming from the country, and they laid the cross on him to carry after Jesus. And there followed him a great multitude of people and of women, who bewailed and lamented him. But Jesus, turning to them, said, 
daughters of Jerusalem, weep not over me, but weep for yourselves and for your children. For behold, the days shall come wherein they will say, Blessed are the barren, and the wombs that have not borne, and the paps that have not given suck. Then shall they begin to say to the mountains, Fall upon us, and to the hills, cover us. For if in the green wood they do these things, what shall be done in the dry?